Hello world and welcome to the welcome back to the We Do What We Want podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. So the world's in a very stressful place right now. Well, I mean, I would argue that just the US, but I know I'm wrong on that. The whole world's got to be concerned about the election going on right now. There's not much I have to say on it that hasn't been said before. So if anything, I thought maybe I'd get us, get my mind off of the topic for the time being. And just, you know, talk about other things going on for a while. Talk about life. So let's see what uh, what topics arise, all right? All right, well, uh, for the sake of starting something... Um, one of the topics on my mind as of late has been friendships and how we live with other people, how we get along. So at my age, 25 years old, the life that I've had, I, I can't say that I've uh, necessarily lacked friendships. I've had a lot of really great friendships in my time, in my life, and I look forward to having a lot more. You know, arguably, there's always going to be better friends and not-so-better friends that we encounter in life. And I think that at the end of the day, what matters is that we can value our time with them. And hopefully, they value our time with them as well. Situations like this election, for example, pop up that might make, might make us question our friends and the friendship that we've had with them for a long time. During these times, these extreme and polar views can come out and we never knew to expect that from them. But I think that the best thing I can do is just try to look forward to the future and know that everybody makes decisions, everybody does what's best for them and what's best for their loved ones, whether they're right or not. My opinions may be wrong, and they definitely are a lot of the time. And then other people's opinions can be and are wrong a lot of the time, too. Nobody's perfect, and everybody's just trying to survive and figure out how we're going to get by whatever ails us at the moment, in the next year, in the next five years. What kind of world do we want to live in, you know? And it's interesting uh, meeting and interacting with people from all walks of life, all sides of life. Sometimes I wonder what uh, some of my friends would would think, what their thoughts are on certain things. And you know what? I never thought of that as politics because I've never been a political person myself, but... I never realized that a lot of the things that interest me about the world around us are political topics as much as they shouldn't be sometimes. I apologize if I'm being very non-specific. It's not this I'm recording this not so much to try to get an opinion to get a rise or anything. I'm just trying to gather my thoughts and I work well like this to have somebody to talk to 
and figure out what's going on in my brain. I have an issue where I tend to overthink and overanalyze and overworry about my own thoughts, and I tend to think that the person I'm talking to is always correct. I diminish my own strengths. And sometimes even if I know that I'm good at a certain topic or that I know what I'm talking about, I can, uh, I can often diminish all of that because I decide to turn off my brain and think, you know what, maybe this person knows more than I do. What I'm saying is I'm not exactly correct, but I'm not exactly dumb, and I'm not exactly wrong a lot of the time either. I care a lot about the people in my life, and even the people that are no longer in my life. I love them with all my heart. That's something that I can't even imagine um, living without. Some of my friends have only been in my life for a good while. Some of them were only in my life for a good while. Others will be in my heart forever. Despite the fact that we may not talk anymore. You know, I see... I see all of these people in positions of authority, people in positions of uh, some voice. Some of them celebrities, some of them politicians, some of them just open-minded people. And I wish I could do that. I wish I could speak up and give a voice to the people that I think are underrepresented give a voice to a lot of people who might benefit from knowing that the world around them may be disgusting and tragic at times, but there's always people out there that want to help, that want to be there. I'm rambling a little bit, I know, but what I'm trying to get at is the fact that hope isn't pointless. Hope is a really strong, uh, it's a really strong energy that allows us to move forward and progress, even in the dark, even in the darkest of times. And the fact that we can't just rely on hope to get us through things. There's also such a thing as willpower. We have to exert our own willpower to figure out where we want to be and reach those goals and hopefully we end up somewhere at least somewhere on the path to what we wanted to who we wanted to be i'm 25 and i still think of the person that i want to be when really i should probably probably be that person by now the reality is i don't even know what i'm doing and i may not know what i'm doing for a long time it's a little stressful i admit Especially when I know so many people around me that seem to know what they're doing or seem to know what they want. But does anybody know what they want? I don't think I've ever met a single person that can tell me that they're confident and that they know what they're doing. That isn't also just trying to 
make themselves feel better. It is my opinion that everybody <clears throat> has choices and that life is made up of choices. And I do believe and understand that there's external factors that may influence those choices and sway them to a certain perspective. Or the fact that some people may be robbed of those choices or deprived of them or not even been, uh, yeah, be made aware of the fact that they have them. But everybody has choices. My choices have always aligned with wanting to help others. Internally, I know that I should be, you know, at least selfish to some degree. That way I can progress and get somewhere. Because without selfishness and pride, it's a little hard to escalate and elevate yourself. All those, all those people up there that make a difference in the world. Even the most humble ones, they have to have some great level of pride, self-confidence, and aspiration to accomplish what they've attained. And a big flaw of mine is the fact that I don't embrace pride. It scares me. I don't want to end up like one of those people who just talks about themselves all the time, kind of like I'm doing right now. Insecurity is what it is. But I mean, who doesn't have insecurity, right? I think the important part is that we fight through these insecurities and every single obstacle that comes along our way, we try to break it down. Life is scary, but I don't think that hiding behind your fears, hiding behind hiding behind substances that can alter how you perceive the world around you is going to help anything. We're in this life to, to be happy, to love, to grow, not to, not to complain about everything. And not to throw it all away. Not to waste our time. But you know, everybody has their choice. And I wouldn't dream of taking those choices away from people. You know, currently in my life, I try to balance so many things. And I feel like I don't ever accomplish any of them. You know, I finished my I finished my degree in computer science, and half the time I have no clue what I'm doing with my degree, what I'm doing in computer science, if I even program well. And I mean, truthfully, I'm aware that I can learn really well. It's probably my biggest strength. Great at learning. I don't think I'm the best at... Uh, communicating sometimes though I don't know it's like I can find the right words to express how I feel and what I need to say but it's almost impossible for me to stand up to somebody and tell them that this is what I'm looking for or this is what I need or this is who I am notice me 
Don't blame the world for it, though. It's my own fault. I mean, I'm getting better at it. I'm sure we all will. But yeah. <coughs> uh, pardon my, my cough. It's, it's nothing serious. It's just anxiety. Currently, I'm like reviewing all of my computer science stuff. I'm specifically reviewing C++, which is a programming language that's used in software engineering. And I have no clue how I'm ever going to learn how to be a software engineer, because boy, do I feel like I suck at it. Though I love C++, it's still my favorite language. But maybe it's because it's the first one I got. You know, I didn't learn computer science growing up, and I'm really excited that these younger generations got a chance to do that. They get to learn all these things in middle school and high school. I got my first taste of programming in uh, perhaps my sophomore year of college. I finished school and started working for a, for a law firm, of all things, which, I mean, at the time I accepted the job I got, I wasn't going to question it, but it's interesting looking back and realizing that it was such a horrible fit for me, emotionally and personally. <clears throat> I was never going to be happy. <clears throat> I was never going to be happy working in a place that primarily takes money away from people in order to distribute it back to, you know, back to attorneys. <clears throat> I always wanted a job in a life where I can help others, where I can help people rise up from the bottom. I always loved the idea of my, uh, of using any skills as a programmer to help society. You know, maybe homelessness, maybe adoption centers. Maybe homeless centers. Wait, did I say that? I think just that. Yeah, I did say that. But you know, I don't even know. That's how lost I am. But I've always been attracted to social work. And I've always loved the idea of allowing people to adapt better to society and helping them overcome their obstacles and their demons, addictions. <clears throat> I always loved psychology, and psychology is a field that's always been really dear and close to me. And I think I'm decent at relaying the information that I learn and helping others. But I don't think I would want to be a psychologist. I don't think I'm a man who can really thrive off of just, you know, being paid to listen to people and not be able to offer genuine emotional attachment. That's just not me. I mean, uh, I've been to plenty of uh, counselors and you know, psychologists over the years, and not speaking badly of them, they were really great, and I'm grateful to each and every one of them. But it was always hard for me to get anywhere, really, with how I actually felt and telling them what I really meant to say, because I didn't feel like they cared about me. I mean, of course they cared. You know, they care 
about me just the way any other human being cares. And they got into the field of psychology, presumably because they because they love what they do and they love helping others. But I wanted friends that could relate to me. And I had a lot of friends, but a lot of them couldn't relate to those issues at the time. It's funny because the rest of the world's depressed now. And I'm not saying I'm feeling better, but I feel understood a little bit more. Though I'm largely self-diagnosing there, I don't think that uh, I've ever been properly diagnosed with anything. So I have no right to say that. But I do. We're all flawed. Um, I'm in there, though. I think I, I'm very hopeful about humanity and the human race and the American people at the end of the day, even with everything going on. You know, I sit here these last couple of days trying to distract myself from just staring at the uh, election results and being frustrated at the fact that there's no definitive answer. Life is really stressful without a definitive answer, but uncertainty is part of life and there's no need to lose your mind over it just take it one step at a time one step at a time take three deep breaths and take it one step at a time or do that thing Jessica Jones does in the the Netflix show where she stops and she remembers the names of uh All the street names where she grew up to help her. I do it sometimes. It helps, truthfully, get your mind off of it. And uh, street names are strange enough that you have to think about them for a split second, which changes everything for a good two seconds. But it's enough. The human brain is amazing. It can handle changes like that and understand what's going on. And can also be blindsided so suddenly. I wonder if I'll ever find some application for programming that can help the world, help humanity. You know, I went into college thinking that I was going to study psychology decided I was going to study computer science because I wanted to make video games. And don't get me wrong, I'd still love to do that one day, but it's no longer my main goal in life. I don't know, it's not. You know, this situation going on right now has gotten me really, really interested into looking into politics and learning about how they work and function. Politics can be such a strange field, you know that? It's so diverse and it's just so polarizing and it's so buried under layers of muck and grit, which I can understand why people get so intimidated by it, why people like to flock to politicians that can just give you the easy answers but there are no easy answers because politics are about human life
you know, Wikipedia's uh, definition for politics is the set of activities that are associated with making decisions in groups or other forms of power relations between individuals, such as the distribution of resources or status. And uh, it's actually really complicated, but it's not impossible to decipher. And I'm giving it a go, trying to decipher and uncrack whatever's going on with the world of politics. I gave myself a starting point, and that starting point is, well, it's, you know, let's back up a little bit. I gave myself a scope, <clears throat> a realistic scope that's going to be relevant to what I've seen before. And yeah, so I, uh, I gave myself a scope, and a scope in which I could relate to, and that scope is uh, the U.S. government politics of the United States of America, just a country I grew up in, and the only one I have any working knowledge of, if any, but at least I've been in it and been affected by it. The method of learning is I, I learned best at the, sweet, at the root, <clears throat> at the source and at the root. So I'm starting with the U.S. Constitution, studying, analyzing, and reading it. It's a little uh, wordy. It's a little uh, it's a little large, but it's fine. It's doable. Studying isn't no big deal. All you gotta do is start. Hard part is finishing. <clears throat> but yeah, so starting with the Constitution, hoping to move on to the history of independent presidents, major events that occurred during each presidency. Moving on to a more specific scope, the history of California, California governors, major events, and relevant topics. Take a look at political parties throughout the years and try to figure out why the hell we ended up with two political parties. But, you know, I think the answer is pretty clear. People like binaries. That's why we have binary stuff. True, false, yes, no, zero, one. People like choices, but people also like easy choices. I think I can do all right here. I hope one day I can help somebody. My goal in this entire thing and my goal in life really isn't to change the world. It's not to help the whole world. It's to help a subset of it. Any people, anybody that I can help. One person at a time, that's how we change things. It's my perspective, at least. My philosophy on it. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm not so smart. I just say a lot of things that come to my mind, but in talking to myself, it helps me figure out what I really feel and what I really believe from what I just regurgitate. Which is, you know, what this is helping me do right now, so... I thank you all for listening. Whoever out there is listening. I hope we can change the world someday. I just won't be the one to do it. Or do I want to be?